the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Glake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number here at Millburgers is 210-842-5877. Judging by all the people here at the nursery, I am guessing there are a lot of people that are interested in gardening and doing some gardening today. So give us a call. Let's see how we can help you. Uh, 210-308-8867. Did you just get through with the uh, bats? Yes, I did. Mary's with us. So uh, how did it go? Oh, I'm giving there. You well, go. you can put some of that stuff down, Mary. Uh, yeah. She's carrying. She's carrying I, her I, I, I all her teaching. Impromptu, uh, t- I did. Uh, what we did is we learned all about the bats, and uh, we have like thirty five or thirty seven varieties of bats in Texas. We have uh-huh. the most wow. in the United States, and she was saying the total is like forty something. So we really have a majority of bats species here in texas and they all have their jobs uh the free tails eat mostly the moths and they found out recently that through uh like weather balloon like satellite stuff that they sent up to try to register where their calls were they were eating moths at ten thousand feet wow and that's how high they fly to avoid bats. That's crazy, isn't it? Very cool. Yeah. So, how many folks did we have? We had uh, we had fifteen and parents. You know, the okay. Everybody enjoyed it. It was so much great information. She brought in the uh, some taxidermied bats she'd done herself. And uh, speaking some, of old bats, uh oh, I'm taking over his spot. That's all right. Just well, yeah. But it was a good presentation. Uh huh. Good deal. And do then, y'all, do y'all know the closest speciesly related to bats? What that would be? Calvin does. You do. Ac- actually, I just uh, read it in an article. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, uh, they swim in the ocean. Um, dolphins. Yes. Wow. Cool. That's crazy. And their skeleton have the five fingers with the you know, four fingers <laughs> on, the thumb, on their wings, and uh, their legs are backwards from us because they can hang that way, but they look like a human skeleton almost with long fingers. And stinky poop? Uh, well, <coughs> beneficial stinky poop. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, according to Jerry, uh, the poop not so stinky. Yeah, so... Once, once the ammonia is out of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. So do you know when the next children's garden class is and what it's about? Yep, we, our next class will be the last Saturday of the... Of May? Of May, and it's honeybees. Ooh, that'll be a good one. And it's a fun one, and I will be making my bee sting cake again. So. Bee sting cake? It's uh, Bienenstich in German. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, cakes I would get at the coffee shops in Munich. 
It's okay. addictive, but they use honey in the glaze on the almonds Ooh. on top and a cream filling. Where's the sting come in? The the bees, the honey bees, the bee sting, honeys. Uh huh. But I mean, is there is there torture involved? And in no, there's weight involved. Oh, <laughs> that might be torturous. Cool. Well, listen, if uh, you're interested in bees, again, these these are very very popular classes. Uh, call and uh, make your reservation right now. There is no cost, but there's uh, there's crafts involved. What kind of craft did we do for the bees, uh, for the bats? Well, for the bats, we had a dot-to-dot drawing and anatomies oh. of the different kinds of bats. The yeah. fruit bat and the free-tail bat, how different little pieces and descriptions we, of their body parts. I was thinking of the, how the import, importance of... Uh, Bees for pollination, but bat, even some of the bat species do pollination. Well, the main one uh, for agave is a bat. Uh-huh. So, so that, tequila, that's very tequila. important. Tequila. You, you didn't have tequila without this bat. Yeah. And it's a Mexican bat, some kind. I forgot the name already. Duh. But anyway, it, it's it's a pretty good-sized bat, too. Mm. It's in Texas and into Mexico. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867. See, there's all kinds of fun stuff happening here at Mill Burgers. Uh, so today they had that class on Bat for Kids. Uh, on May 11th, Dr. Finch will be here. And if you've ever wanted to build a butterfly garden, you can come see Mill Burgers Certified butter gar- gar- Butterfly Garden anytime. Uh, but uh, you can uh, come that day and then... Uh, Calvin will be here doing one-on-one consultations with people, uh, yeah, well, answering uh, questions. Model, modeled on the uh, the Rose program that we offer here at Millburgers. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll answer your questions. We'll get involved with any discussions. Uh, usually some of the staff members help me so that we'll be able to uh, deal with a, lo- a large number of people in the audience. But it's a lot of fun. We'll be available from 1030 to noon, and we'll... And be a, take a break to do the radio show, and then we'll avail, be available for more questions and answers uh, an hour yeah. after uh, two to three. And what what do you want folks to bring? Do you want them to kind of bring ideas on what they're looking for, yeah. uh, plans, qu- things? Qu- like that? Yeah, questions that they may have, and uh, and we'll uh, oh targeted species. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, okay. And one of, one of the the big dis, uh, discussions is, uh, can I use uh, pesticides if I'm in, interested in maximizing uh, butterfly uh, production? And uh, there is a, you know, there is a strategy and tactics that you can uh, follow to do, you know, protect some of the things you need to protect and also uh, to. Uh, allow the butterflies to survive so that's it's a real interesting discussion we'll have handouts that'll cover topics like that too do you want them to like bring a picture of uh, their yard or um they can if they want but it's be it's uh probably uh most people will want to have bring any specific questions they they may have and uh, you know questions of uh the species that are here and uh, how do I attract it? Okay. And uh, you know we had the we we always had these. Uh, what can we do to uh, improve the habitat for mountain monarchs? Can we get? How do we get to be part of that initiative? A lot of opportunities there. And do you um, can you maintain the garden year round? Do I? No. Can you? Oh yeah. You can plant absolutely. Different stuff? Yeah. Okay. 
here in uh, San Antonio, there, there's butterflies that fly uh, 12 months out of the year. So we oh, do. okay. Yeah, that's why we have we have uh, talk about dianthus and alyssum and sweet peas and and some of the and larkspurs now are really a, a favorite uh, nectar source. Um, and then, uh, then of course, the normal ones like misflower and zinnias in the summertime. Okay, cool. So that's May 11th. You just come on by. So bring questions, uh, do some research now, and uh, then bring Calvin questions on the 11th, starting at 10. Uh, and he'll still be up here uh, during the uh, show, so you can come. We'll do them during the show as well. That's so, true. Yeah. So 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, your calls uh, when you call us at 210-308-8867. How are you doing, sir? I sure am glad she took that rutabaga. Were you going to take it? No. (laughs) It was not in jeopardy? I was praying that uh, she would take the rutabaga. She did. She was excited about it. I know. I prepared one last night. Uh, turned out really well. <clears throat> Some of my onions put in there, and uh, I was alerting Milton to have his muscles ready, though, and doing that initial yeah. chunking it up. I, uh, I, I thought you'd have to use a chainsaw to cut that <laughs> thing up. A, a uh, heavy, uh, sharp knife works well. And you didn't cut yourself? Oh, no. <laughs> but, you, but you do have to stay alert, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, easy, they're easy to peel, um, but the uh, they are solid. That's one of the reasons they store, yeah. store so well. Yeah. But they get this golden, you know, after you've boiled the little chunks up, they get this golden color, and then you mash them up and, and can use them like potatoes or winter squash or um, lots of recipes. Butter. Butter is always good on Yeah, uh, yeah, I, w- I would imagine. <coughs> a stick of butter uh, for every rutabaga. They're, 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 is that uh, all you put on them? That's all. I, I put in uh, onion and butter. That's all I put them in. And this time, sometimes I'll put, uh, yeah, you, you know, any of those things we've talked about. Uh, oh, little chunks of bacon or ham or uh, or they uh, they work in recipes. uh and some people just like the uh, don't don't cook them as uh, hard as I do, and they like the firm little uh-huh. chunks. Yeah, but I I like the, I like them best man, mashed up. Milton, yeah. Why are we talking about this? Calvin is the only one growing rutabaga in San Antonio. I bet he's not. You bet. How much you bet? Uh, fifty cents. I'll bet fifty cents. He's not. We get a call from somebody else at this Rose Rutabaga, and, and they can tell us their recipes. Right? Yeah, call us. Let's. Uh, all lines are open. Now. All lines are open. Yeah, call and us. Will, they will be for a while. Mary on the staff here. Yeah, she's going to make. Uh, she has a, a classic recipe that she uses, and she uh, cooks what carrots. And rutabagas and uh, all the root crops, huh? Some, something, yeah, something else is a, is a third main ingredient to her uh, recipe. We'll probably have to get her to tell us what that is, too. Or, yeah, even better yet, some of the people in the audience can give us a call and all right. tell before us how those, to use Before those lines fill up, what you is call it? us at 210-308-8867. 
8867. Wow. <laughs> so, right. any kind of spices? <laughs> Butter, salt and pepper, parsley and, and mint. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. She'll be posting this on the Millburger site, so all yeah. the people that are wanting to get that can uh, can get it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let Charles put that on the Millburger site. All right, I bet he will. Fifty cents. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Call us with your rutabaga recipes while the lines are all open at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I just want them to call if they grow rutabaga. Oh, okay. Well, we talked in my article this. Uh, Saturday, we're talking about other vegetables and uh, saying, uh, I kind of made the statement, Jerry, that this is, I'm thinking this is the last time to get your tomatoes in and have a reasonable chance you're going to have a mature crop. Oh, yeah. And I'm recommending... Well, uh, they got the big ones out The big here. ones, yeah. Beautiful. And, and went, I don't know if it was a coincidence, but the, the traffic on the big ones was pre- really pretty heavy there <laughs> earlier in the show, and... Uh, a lot, the selection's still pretty good. Yeah, the the neat thing about these uh, big ones, uh, we always advise people when they grow them in, in lar- a gallon-sized container to plant them before they have fruit larger than a marble. And for that, for that re- reason for that is they they kind of stunt once they start setting fruit. Well, I'm looking out over over these gallons. That he has, and there I don't see a fruit. Do you? No, I see the blooms. Yeah, the blooms are coming, so yeah. they're perfect for uh, putting ready, in the garden. Anybody to, got hailed out or yeah, hailed damage? Well, and they just uh, some folks got got a little behind, and uh, now they've decided they want to plant some tomatoes, and uh, these will these will start setting fruit almost immediately. The thing about tomatoes too, they transplant so well. Oh, yeah. They're easy. Especially out of these gallons. You know, and the other thing, peppers, peppers transplant pretty well. Yeah, they do. And and those gar- gardeners that they use containers, mm-hmm. I always think peppers are probably one of the best choices for yeah, containers. Yeah, like, especially the Rio Grande. I like that in the container. It's pretty good. It. What? I imagine we're out. Oh, it's too late? I should have not have waited? Well, you can... You waited? <laughs> oh, man, Milton, he did that especially for you. You were more Yeah, I told you specifically that that's going to be the last of the plants. Oh. I got six. I wasn't hearing that. I didn't hear it. Uh, My goodness, six? Wow. Well, hey, I, yeah, I bought me to buy the six packs. Well, I will sit and suffer while we talk to Frank on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi there, Frank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and I hope you all are doing the same. Yeah, it's a pretty day. Nice day to be yes, out here. Yeah. Beautiful day. Yeah. Yes. I'm calling. I had purchased a loquat three years ago from the Festival Flowers. Uh, they're supposed to have smaller seeds and bigger fruit. Well, this yeah. was the first year that I had the fruit, and I've been eating them, but they're not sweet. Now, is that... <laughs> is uh, Kevin, that, uh, no, I, that's, say, uh, I think that's the variety. What is yeah. uh, Loquas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said He said they're big, but they're not yes. that sweet. Yeah. 
No. And I've got I've got both, and I've been comparisoning. In fact, yesterday I had a <laughs> a serious uh, sample of bo- of uh, both fruit, and uh, the little ones, at least you know that variety I have in my yard, are very sweet, and the big ones, very nice texture, mm-hmm. and small seeds, but uh, pretty bland. Yeah. 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 Well, the, okay, those are, a, those are seedlings, uh, those from a seedling uh, brought from China by uh, uh, Mr. Moy. There Mo- might be Moy some Brown. variation too. I guess we eh. are we getting the same report all over. Yeah, yeah. I've got so two producing the big fruit, and they're both taste the same. I <clears throat> I can I kind of think they're. Uh, well, there, you know, some some folks, um, you know, the texture is so pleasant, uh, and, yeah. uh, and they're 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 not bad tasting. They're just not as sweet as the, right. as the little one. Right. Uh, so I I think they'll they'll be fine in the landscape. I mean, they're very attractive trees. Yeah, I, I was thinking about using them like like in cornflakes, like cereal. Oh uh, yeah. And make a uh, a smoothie out of it, or yeah. Drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, how many I fruit did you have? Shoot, I, I would say close to about 80. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And they got big, too, huh? Yeah. Usually when you have a lot of fruit, they don't get big. They, uh, I think this is the first big fruit production year for, from those that we right, planted right. during that yeah. testing period. Yeah. We you didn't, didn't have free. 80, did you, Kevin? Mm. I'm sorry? Um, maybe 50. Oh, is that right? 50 okay. in one plant and only 30 on the other plant, and one one of the plants didn't produce any. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, but they're, the environment is so different. I planted them yeah. in different parts of the landscape. Oh, okay. And they're, they're well, all from... That, go ahead. My question is... Uh, do you have those trees that are selling or at the at the nursery? No, not the no. big, okay. not the big fruited ones, but they they sell okay. regular local. Now, well, could you I know. take the seeds? Yeah, couldn't they? Couldn't the same, they, uh, What what happens if you quality? do this? Because they 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 reseed pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, yeah, they'll come true from seed. And there's no, 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 doesn't seem to be any secret about getting them to germinate. No, they germinate. Uh, just take them right out of the fruit and put them in a, wow. right uh, okay. in a. How deep in the ground? Probably about oh. I think. Well, not about an inch. They're big so seed. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. You yeah, bet. Okay. Thanks for calling, Frank. Thank you for calling. That was Bye-bye. a good report. Yeah. 210-308-8867. You see them all around town, aren't they? That's the loquat, right? Yeah. One, yeah, and that's it's Boy, there are more than 80 on there. <laughs> uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, let me take a quick second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's beginning to, uh, as it begins to warm up, uh, the likelihood of insects in your house increases. Uh, and Warren has also told me that it's uh, getting to, termites are, are starting to, 
to uh, rear their ugly little heads. So uh, give uh, Spider-Man <laughs> Pest Control a call if you've got termites or you want to make sure you don't get them, or if you've got roaches or if you want to make sure you don't get them, or ants or whatever's bugging you, uh, even rodents up there in the attics or the Whoa. walls. And last, yeah. n- last <laughs> night when I was out... Testing the loquats, the mosquitoes were uh, spending a lot of time with me. We need to get you the Into Care mosquito trapping system uh, from uh, Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, they've been doing this since 1976. They're a great company, and Warren will work with you. And I really mean that. It's uh, it's a uh, I, the effort is not just to come and spray. Uh, the guys will, will look at the house, figure out why it's happening, and try to prevent it from happening as well as spray. So give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. You'll find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. We're going to take a break while we do. You give us a call with those rutabaga recipes at 210-308-8867. Have we got any lines open? Uh, the lines are still open, uh. but, but I know with you know people... Hey, are, don't we, we have one reserved for rutabaga. <laughs> yeah, the, the rutabaga hotline is 210-308-8867. If you call with a rutabaga question, we will put you right through. Uh. Right through. It doesn't even have to be a question. It could just be a rutabaga comment. And this is, this is, a, this is a, a once-a-year event. So. Yes, so don't, you know... I got 50 cents riding on this. Yeah, so 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies, that looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one one-on-one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com. 
If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210 210- 373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's Big State Financial. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I learned we had a, a technical challenge on the phone lines uh, uh, during the break, so those folks that were calling in with their rutabaga questions or uh, comments, uh, yeah, I know there were a lot. You probably got a busy signal. We'll call right now, and I was able to fix it. And uh, so all the lines are open and ready for you to call at 210-308-8867. Or I bet you can they call, overloaded the lines. You can call with other questions, too. They might have overloaded. That may have been the problem. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It was probably due to... to a lot of people growing rutabagas out there. They really are. <laughs> really, Calvin introduced them to San Antonio, and they've just... Oh, they've, They've taken off. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You wait till a brother in rutabagas, a brother in arms, calls you and says, "Calvin, I, I stand with the rutabagas. I am a rutabaga man, or I'm a rutabaga woman." It's a it's a secret society. Said, oh, wow. Oh well, that's that's clearly why no one's calling. The first the first rule of uh, the uh, rutabaga game is that you there is no rutabaga game. There's no. There, it's like Fight Club. I couldn't make it work. All right. 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, we had a question, and uh, you can see how well I answered Really? We, no, had, we had one before no. you all got here. So um, <laughs> not on rutabagas. I'm sorry. You were so enthusiastic. I'm going to let you down. <laughs> so he brought a penta up, one of the pentas that were right there, and he said, um, will this go through the winter? And I said, no. Uh, do they go through the winter? No. Okay. <laughs> now you, you you know technically you could say they're the perennial, but it's almost yeah, impossible to get them. Yeah. They won't outside. They won't stand they're it. They're tender, cold tender. I've seen them. I, it's even difficult to get them through in a greenhouse. I think, but uh, I'm sure you could. I he also had it. shade, and I remember you said that they do okay in shade. They're oh, they're, yeah. they're like shade. Uh, will they do better in sun or just as just as good? Or they don't like sun? No, I think I think the ideal place is is a little bit of morning sun. Yeah, 
And uh, the afternoon, in my experience, the afternoon sun is a killer. They just don't oh, it just perform beats them well. Up. Yeah, even if it's just a couple hours, they don't do well. Or you can really tell, if you've got a whole bed, you can tell where the hot sun comes in. That That's the one that shows the, you know, wilts the fastest and everything. But in, in the shade, they're pretty invincible. He uh, seemed disappointed. So I suggested um, Blue Plumbago if he wanted shade. Uh, Listen to this guy go. Or sun, kind of. It was, And he uh, toured the, uh, I didn't suggest it, I think someone else did. He got the Ruelia, too, which I think oh, yeah. is good for shade. So he did okay. I'm going home. Matthew's going to throw a muck with. All I'm going to recommend is Blue Plumbago. <laughs> I cannot go wrong by recommending Blue Plumbago. That's, and that's probably ty- true. Tycoon Tomatoes, Blue Plumbago, don't care what the situation is. 20, after 20 years now, maybe we can award him an uh, well, honorary horticultural degree. Well, I have Blue Plumbago, and you know how well I treat plants. Yeah. yeah so, He's doing well? Yeah. It's invincible. It's right? pretty, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty. And it's butterfly friendly, right? Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Butterflies like it. Now, what kind of butterflies like it? Oh, they, it's a nectar source. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure any of them laid the eggs on there. Oh, okay. There may be some, but it's not one that's, you know, the the big name butterflies are go after. I guess this. Uh, I don't know because new ones come up, so I imagine the seeds drop and stuff. But it's been in the same place. Five or six years? Is that uncommon? I wouldn't think oh, so. No, it's oh, a, yeah. It'll last for yeah. I've got some been in the in the same place for twenty years. Wow. Thirty years. All right. So if if ever the two guys don't show up, I'm just gonna recommend There you go. You know, I'm thinking of growing something you probably want blue plumbago. Nah. Well you haven't finished. <laughs> I haven't finished the question. It's okay. Blue, blue plumbago. Just get it come over here and get it now. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Kevin's uh, article in today's paper got a pretty picture of peppers with it. And uh, you notice he talks we... about the time to plant okra, peppers, and eggplant. And uh, I, I, I was, egg, eggplant is one of my uh, problems. Least favorite? Uh, yeah. That's in and, and so I looked through the articles to see where what he had written about uh, eggplant. And luckily, it's only a small paragraph about eggplant. But uh, <laughs> uh, he he didn't give eggplant much much uh, no. much space. I, it is not one of my favorite vegetables. I have me to. either. I, but uh, now Judy likes it, so everybody has a little different taste. So. Yeah. Well, does she fry hers or boil it? No, they she uses. Uh, oh, she uses it in uh, like. Uh, oh, what's the Italian dish? Uh, Egg parmesan. Parm- yeah, yeah. That's that's the main way. Use it, but they use it in a lot of recipes. They yeah. It gives a gives them the mass to a lot of recipes. And Calvin writes, in terms of heat tolerant, eggplant is the same is in the same league as peppers. Grow them the same specifications as peppers. There is some choice as to varieties of eggplant. 
but Black Beauty is the favorite and easy to grow. Uh, <laughs> uh, you left out that part about uh, planting them in the shade, Calvin. If eggplant? You, if, you, if you want to grow eggplant successfully, the most important part of it is to plant them in in a very shaded area. Oh, because you don't want any fruit. Right, be. right. Yeah, oh, I don't have any fruit. I was trying to figure that out because uh, I've never, <laughs> never had any trouble growing them in the sun. I you think you have to have figure to out his, fruit. the terms he's using. So growing successfully uh, to him may yeah. mean something different to no somebody who wants egg. actually to have eggplant. My best mm. year of eggplant was a wet year because it knocked off the spider mites and I had some good-sized fruit, but uh, I got a really uh, delicious recipe from a Greek girl who uh, baked them off in whole and then scooped them out and then put roasted garlic in it, and that was the dip. Oh, it was good. Hmm. It was very good. Just very cool. Just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, Thanks. So are you an eggplant eater, Milton? Oh, no. no. Oh. <laughs> I like fried eggplant, but... I kind of like it like a, like a summer squash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a... Yeah, even a winter squash, you uh, bake it. Bake it's good. Casserole with crackers. My mom loved that. It was delicious. Hmm. Well, what did Calvin write about? Besides, he didn't give much ink to eggplant. (laughs) That's it. Oh, that's it? (laughs) I mean, on eggplant. Okay. Uh, Peppers. Yeah. I mentioned... uh, Peppers and different peppers and... uh, I luckily mentioned Rio Grande Gold. Yeah, yeah, luckily I didn't put write a lot about that because I figured good. we were getting close to the, yeah. We were, we and were I didn't. Out. I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I suspected there weren't too many nurseries other than Milburgers that had it. Rio Grande Gold. Yeah, maybe a couple others in town. And yeah. um, well, who do we know? It's uh, it's come back to what? Who do we owe it's come back to? Who had all the seeds in his fridge? Oh, I forgot. Oh, I think he's the the man that left. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was uh, one of your volunteers. I'm forget anyway. Oh, Jack Hoover. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Did he bring him up? I hope so. Yeah. Hope, he, we're, hope we're not slighting anybody. No, I I think he's he was a, a major contributor. Oh yeah, he's he's in the middle of, of the first slide. seed. Now, oh, there we go. I broke down and bought some Oscar okra seed in there from. Uh, there's uh, it's available to uh, at a couple of nurseries in town. Yeah, and uh, that I mentioned that in the article too. In terms of uh, the okra, you can get the 14 foot tall okra or the, uh, <laughs> or Oscar. It's a little more manageable. Gosh, yeah, it was uh, the fact it started producing what last year was. Producing uh, fruit at like three or three and a half feet tall, eventually got to six or so. But uh, the, the the Oscar, uh, uh, maybe my imagination, but I also think it was um, didn't uh, harden off or didn't get uh, overripe as quick. You had a little bit more time to pick it. But all okra needs to be yeah picked every other day. Right. And t- until you get ready to save the seed, in the in the late and uh, stop picking it in uh, August or September, and let let it produce some seed that, that dries on the on the plant. Are you still getting the uh, strawberries? 
No. Oh, did you pull them up? Or? I, I haven't pulled them up yet, but I did plant some uh, zinnias right next to them, oh, so ready man. for... <laughs> He's getting paid by the Zinnia Council. I know he is. What are you going to do? Are you going to... I grew... I So I had two that came up this week that, that ripened. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I think I had now four. Uh, five, five total. It was uh, five. So, yeah. All right. That's what, that's what they're, they're supposed to yield. Just five? Five <laughs> bears. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> or was it five uh, baskets? Uh, uh, four? Yeah, I can't remember. One of the two... Uh, it's okay. For me, five is pretty good. Yeah. Considering it doesn't get a lot of care. And well, the squirrel kept digging it up. Yeah, I did have the squirrel. The squirrel went away. I got another poppy that came up, and then it disappeared with the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to mention uh, on the poppies, uh, the, those of you who had it, and those of you who could tell maroon from red, mm-hmm. and those of you who pulled the red up, Immediately when you saw it, you 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 pulled your eye, didn't you, Mel? Um, no, no, someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that was that one of the I, either, ravaged? Apparently, yes. Apparently, the neighbors heard the show and decided okay. to come pick it. Or Greg called somebody, gave him my address, <laughs> and said, "Get that thing out of here." But anyway, the pods are uh, the bloom. The petals have fallen. Mm-hmm. On poppies, and uh, there's that little vase-like uh, seed pod left, which contains a multitude of seed. I'm talking 60, 70, maybe more. Wow! In that little pot, but you don't harvest that pod until it turns brown. It's like blue bonds. Okay. Just a, can, can, can you get by with just a tinge of the, when you start seeing the brown or? You, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I guess it's like blue bonds. I, we, uh, we have I, I always take a brown. Yeah. And, uh, and when, you, when you cut them off, if they're really brown, if you wait till they, they are on their brown for a long period of time, you want to cut them off with uh, scissors. Below, beneath that pod, because if you just pull them, you shake the whole plant, and those seed will come out. Oh, cool! I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the seed will come out. Uh, they come out holes at the very end. Okay. And uh, but that's that's after they've cured them completely. Okay. So if you take them when they just turn brown, put them in a pa- in a I say paper sack, but some some dry sack. Uh, the reason I hesitate to uh, say paper sack is because they get caught. The seed are so teeny. Oh, they get caught on the bottom. You know, in the in the in the cre- in the uh, what it's, do you call it? It's uh, also hard to get paper sacks anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's interesting about the seeds getting caught. In the in the sutures or yeah. in, in the folds in the folds that's what I want to look for. So, uh, and it's a multiple harvest thing. They don't ripen all at once. So, because uh, they didn't bloom all at once. Right. We've got you've got a lot of folks that are uh, have had poppies, uh, and they they've got blue curl and uh, larkspur. All those are kind of moving. Coreopsis are kind of moving towards. 
uh, harvesting blue, uh, even blue bonnets, I guess. Yeah. Now, this is the moving into that ugly period. Yeah. And also, this is such a great year for weeds. You've got the, oh yeah. You've got the the bed straw seed still finding its way onto the pets, <laughs> and uh, what's coming now is the uh, well that uh, oh that clover, the black, that big tall clover. It's got yeah. the burrs, but then the then the uh, beggar's lice too is coming, yeah. Coming beggar in. lice is coming. That's so, the one I hate. Yeah, always. That's again. There's a lot of pressure on me to mow <laughs> mow that stuff down and. Uh, you know, but then we won't have the seeds next year. That's right. Hey, we got to take a break. Uh, before we do, I want to talk to you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Uh, it's, today's a great day to get out there on the deck, but if you uh, hesitate or you're just not liking what you see when you're out there, if it doesn't look like it looked like when it was new and you want it to, then call Barry Hagendorf and Deck and Patio Care at 210 822 9147. If you go out there and you noticed hail damage from the hail a couple weeks ago, call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care at 210-822-9147. Barry will tell you a little bit about how uh, your insurance, he'll talk with you, find out if your insurance covers the repairs to that. In many cases it does, uh, but a lot of homeowners don't know that. So uh, if you uh, want to, go to deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see those before and after pictures. And, yeah, I'm guessing that if you've had the deck a while and haven't done anything, it probably looks like the before. Look at the after, <laughs> and you'll see a, a just, it really does and really can look like new. Deck and Patio Care by Harry, Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Ninety one forty seven or deck James, don't go anywhere. We're gonna come right back and talk to you at two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. And uh, we'll be back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty AM the answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies. It looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one on one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. 
Give Charlie Weisinger and the staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach them at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. So let's get them. Use them to bring everyone back. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. In Avengers Endgame, half of all living things have been eliminated, and a handful of remaining heroes have to figure out what to do next. This is a well-crafted, satisfying final chapter in an interconnected series of stories that Marvel Studios has been weaving together across 22 movies. It's a huge superhero epic that packs a powerful message of heroism and self-sacrifice. But the heroics here come with foul language and violent consequences that could also emotionally batter younger fans in your family. I'll give Avengers Endgame a 3 out of 5 for family friendliness, but I encourage you to check out the full review at pluggedin.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we go right to the phone line. James has been so patient at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going today? Paul, pretty good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, y'all gave me on? an excuse. Y'all gave me an excuse to get off my lawn tractor for a while. It's been a long morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, there you I, go. I got three questions, if I could. Um, my asparagus bed. I had bumper crop this year. So grateful for that. It, I'm, good. I'm fixing to. I'm fixing to stop cutting. I live a uh, little south in, in northern Atascosa County, so I'm going to do one more cut maybe tomorrow. Let it go. Um, is now the time to fertilize it, and, and how heavily? I think last year you told me after I was cutting the fertilizer. Maybe do you do that when you cut it in the in the in the winter time? I, I forget. I think you uh, uh, be all right to do it after you finish cutting, as okay. long as you're watering. Oh yeah, I watered in good. Some nineteen nine this stuff. I got a half a bag of this left over from Millburgers last that'll, year. That'll that'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. Okay. Okay. Second question. Uh, I know I called you on this, I don't know, a while back. Lady at Fanix was so kind to give me a, a medicine bottle full of hyacinth bean seed. Uh, yeah. About, mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet it's going to be pushing five years. I need to know if these are still good. If I soak them and I sow them, am I too late? I think you told me I'm supposed to do it around the 1st of March, and I know it's going to get hot here real quick. Yeah, you Okay. They're they're okay. a vine, you know. They're yeah, yeah. you got to cl- yeah. they got to climb something. Did, yeah, there did was she a say not in? Did she say anymore. plant them or eat them? No, uh, no. <laughs> well, I I thought they were poisonous, but I could be wrong. 
Um, I think you're right. No, there, <laughs> there used to be a nursery over here outside Divine, Texas that is no longer in business that I used to trade with, oh, back in the 80s, 90s, I guess. And they had a whole long fence full of hyacinth bean, and they were beautiful. You're right. Yeah, yeah they're pretty in the fall. Yeah, I want to try to replicate that. I have barbed wire fence. I live in the country, so uh, I'm going to try okay. to grow. That's yeah, that'll work. Know. I want to know how far I got to. There's probably a good hundred seed in here. Um, if half of them are good, I'd be lucky. But how far apart? I'm just going to poke them in the sand, wet sand. Yeah. Uh, how deep and how far apart? About a half an inch deep. They're, they're like okay. a bean. Right, like, uh, okay, like a green bean. Yeah, yeah. You you could probably go in that sand. You could probably go an inch. An inch. But right. it, since it's old seed, let's give it a half. How a old is the seed, James? Did you say five years? Oh, it may five. It might years, surprise you. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Bean seed. Uh, you think bean seed will last a long time? Okay. I may indoors, but not in the fridge, just on the shelf. Yeah, I imagine if you soak them. Overnight, the good ones will swell. Right, you know, swell up and bind the water. Those will be the ones that'll sink, like the okra. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true too. They'll they'll do that too. But I'm talking about once you soak them overnight, they'll uh, you know they take up the water and the beans swell. Ready for action. Right. Okay. If, if if they float or they all float, should I just throw them away and not bother? No, I'd still soak them. I yeah, mean, no, uh, I mean, if see I if they float. All floating, does that mean they're probably not any good? Right. Okay. All right. That's what I need to know. Okay. It, one more quick one, if I could. As far as, as far as as far as how far to put them apart. If you can tell, if you can tell the ones that uh, are going to be viable, germinate, uh, uh-huh. I'd put them thirty-six inches apart. I mean, uh, they, oh. they they're a big vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were tall, from what I remember, and bushy. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I used to have them okay, at the I botanical got, garden. Yeah, across my property, I got two hundred feet of uh, barbed wire, so I'm going to see if I can get a good stand going here. Okay, James, you're a good right. gardener. What, what are your rutabaga experiences? How how often do you plant them? What do you do with them after you after you harvest them? I don't know how to spell it. I don't even know what it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to stick to asparagus. <laughs> All right, you're missing out. Or right, is, uh, thanks, James. Bye bye. Hi, James. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Toll free 866 308 8867. What else is going on? Were we still. Were, uh, we f- I, I was waiting for the, the line full, yeah? The, the lines are not full. So not full? You can call with your rutabaga comments anytime. I'm surprised at that. I'm sense. shocked. I. Is there a rutabaga society uh, meeting today? Is everybody kind of? <laughs> I just I, the rutabaga people are naturally just very polite, and they don't want to. They're shy. They know, uh, yeah, they know how. Um, they feel like the, <laughs> they the feel time, time on our show is at a premium, so uh, they don't like to take a, uh, more than their share of the time. Very considerate people. What did they call? What 
Did they call rutabaga Swede? Swede. Yeah. You know how I know that, Milton? How? Because I was reading an article, and they 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 used to feed the prisoners uh, Swedes in uh, England. And the Irish. And that, that was part of their rehabilitation because once they got out of prison, they didn't want to go back. <laughs> For the Swedes. The Swedes. That, that was, <laughs> kept them out. Recidivism was very low. And... <laughs> hey, but, speaking, but anyway. of, speaking of society meetings... Uh, uh, this is the last day for the San Antonio Cactus and Xerophyte Society's 41st annual show and sale over at the San Antonio Garden Center. Claude hadn't called us. No. Claude, call us and tell us how it's going. Gosh, that thing's really changed. Remember in the old days, he would have... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah he would have been He'd come over here. He yeah. used to come over here. Yeah. He'd bring us a little Fiesta he'd medal. Make a, you know, if we'd pretend that we couldn't take a call from him, he'd... He changed his, his voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is Claudette. Hi. <laughs> I want to remind you. So, Claude, uh, you call us or have someone else call us and tell us how it's going today. The last day over at the Garden Center. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Say uh, so the um, number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, Delphine called. And asked to tell you, to leave a message for you, that you forgot how good eggplant bread is. Oh, yeah. Eggplant bread. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Does Delphine make good eggplant bread? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they put a lot of bread in there. In other words, a lot of flour and oh, okay. other things. So <sighs> you, kinda, you don't get the eggplant flavor. And sometimes they put nuts in there. Other than broccoli, what, what does Jerry like that's a vegetable? Tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomatoes that's true. Tomatoes, bro- and broccoli. broccoli. And peppers. Uh, it, took a, it took a while for him to get to like broccoli, too. If oh, I yeah. Right. We, yeah. My, uh, my mother never cooked broccoli in Tennessee. Oh. Uh, but uh, when I went further north, up in Kentucky and up in north, that's when I had the first yeah. broccoli. Now, we had all the canned vegetables when I was growing up, and it was green beans, green peas, and uh, what else? Lima beans. Yeah. Mm. Uh, can't think of anything. Oh, spinach. Canned spinach, too. Oh, yeah. That's that, uh, you know, we don't know. Like Judy rarely uses a canned vegetable, and just every once in a while I remember how different it was in the old days. <laughs> Okay. I was uh, just wondering how he got to be the vegetable specialist. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, yeah. Yeah, with such a love for vegetables. Because he, well, he's, <laughs> he's so nu- neutral on every vegetable, he didn't have any favorite vegetables. Oh, okay. They were all like his children. Yeah. He loved them all. <laughs> well, there you no, go. No, yeah, he dealt with them fairly, all of them fairly. There was no love <laughs> oh, Okay. Guess what I got in the mail yesterday. That's right. It's the end of the month. It's your Millburgers newsletter. That's right. Yeah. And guess guess who wrote the who uh, wrote the questions and answers? Who? Uh, I'll I'll give you a hint by this first question. Okay. Is it about rutabaga? Uh, when can we plant zinnias? <laughs> <laughs> and the other warm weather annual. And I don't know who answered this. Yeah. Says zinnias, cosmos, moss roses, begonias, purslane, caladiums, 
pincers and coleus can be planted now. I usually wait uh, for May until snapdragon stocks, pansies, cyclamen, and primrose decline from the heat. Wonder who wrote that? He does, they don't give an off. They don't. No. Who, who is the the foremost authority on? I it? don't know, but that Xenia question tipped me off. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> uh, now speaking of um, things to plant at this time of the year, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin and his digging now uh, column in today's paper. Uh, section C, my essay. Uh, he he gives uh, what to replace the uh, winter annuals with, uh, and he says to replace winter annuals that are declining with the heat. Consider it's all that same list. Is it zinnias? zinnias? No, no, you got some extras in there. Oh, okay. You got zinnias is the first one. Dinges is the first one. Uh, new look celosia. Oh, yeah. Which we, oh, yeah. Which we have here. Uh, it's a Texas superstar, I think. And uh, moss roses are, co- are cosmos in the sun, and pentas, begonias, and caladiums in the shade. What did they have? What's the orange? That's purslane. That's purslane. Oh, okay. See, they, they wrote a red Calvin article here. But anyway, not trusting Calvin <laughs> yeah. for, for summer bloom, I got the Neil Sperry list. Uh-oh. All right. Well, <laughs> well hang, hang on. We'll use that as a teaser because we're, we're going to up against a break, and I know Uh-oh. people want to hear that Neil Sperry list. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> um, all right. So let me give you the phone number, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Don't forget you can get information on some of the things we've talked about today, uh, like uh, tips and advice or when the next class is going to be or when Calvin's uh, uh, consultations on the butterfly garden are going to be by going to millburgernursery.com. Millburger nursery.com. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on The Answer. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The Answer. Service of Salem Media Group. KLUP. Terrell Hills. San Antonio. 930 AM. The Answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. An Iranian news agency is reporting the Revolutionary Guard has made a surveillance flight over a U.S. aircraft carrier. The report shows footage apparently from a Revolutionary Guard drone flying over the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower and another U.S. warship in the Persian Gulf. Jet fighters can be seen parked on the carrier deck. The flight comes after the U.S. government designated the Guard as a terrorist group earlier this month, a move aimed at increasing pressure on Iran and further isolating the country. Iran responded by labeling all U.S. military forces as terrorists. U.S. Naval Forces Central Command would only say the U.S. and its allies are committed to freedom of navigation in the Strait of Hormuz, with no elaboration. Ben Thomas, Washington. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North has announced he will not serve a second term as president of the NRA. 
That's after he lost support of the gun rights group's leadership. President Trump urging gun rights activists to vote Republican in the 2020 election. Speaking at the NRA's annual convention for the third year in a row, the president warned that his political opponents want to take away your guns. You better get out there and vote. He also announced the U.S. withdrawal from the U.N. Arms Trade Treaty. We will never allow foreign bureaucrats to trample on your Second Amendment freedom. He signed a letter taking the action in front of the NRA crowd before tossing the pen into the audience. Greg Clugston, Washington. President Trump still coming under fire over his comments about two years ago that there were fine people on both sides when violence broke out at an alt-right gathering in Charlottesville, Virginia. I was talking about people that went because they felt very strongly about the monument to Robert E. Lee, a great general. Whether you like it or not, he was one of the great generals. The debate over the president's remarks resurfaced this week as Vice President, former Vice President Biden announced his campaign. More from townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Do you want to wait till Calvin gets back to say what Neil recommended? Or? No. Okay. <laughs> so what was the, uh, for those who were just tuning in, uh, we were talking about uh, these were plants to... That Neil's fair, that, that give good summer color. Okay. Good summer color plants. Uh, Calvin recommended we are the mystery writer uh, in the uh, <laughs> zinnias and new look celosia and moss rose and cosmos in the sun and pentas, begonias and caladiums in the shade. And the neat thing about Calvin's article is, yeah, those uh, those things are on sale. Wait a minute, what? Oh, I okay. What I do my sale deal? Oh, here, you got it in front of me. Uh, uh, caladium, the the uh, caladium plants and bulbs are yeah, on I sale saw that. now. So you can go either way you want to. Let's see. The bulbs, the plants are $6. Oh, were $6. Now they're on sale for five dollars four eighty eight. Thank you. And, uh, oh, caladium bulbs are on sale. And they're sold by their mammoth-sized fancy leaf for shade and strap leaf for sun for mass plantings of caladiums in the shade. A lot of people use those. But they're sold by the case. Hmm. 25 bulbs per case. Okay. And uh, you save 20% off case price. When you buy them by the case, you get to save money and get more bulbs than the plants because they had to grow the plants. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, that's what Calvin recommended. 
Now, Neil. Yeah, what would Neil have to say? Hmm. He yeah. recommended color for the summer. And one of his uh, ten recommendations was Firebush. Oh. Amelia Patton's. And I, I guess we've gotten fire. fire. Firebush comes out comes out when the temperature gets a little warmer. Okay. Because they ha- they have to they really grow in well, uh, hotter it is and drier it is the better they grow. Now, have, will deer eat firebush? I doubt it. Okay. Those those of you who are growing rutabagas, if you've ever had <laughs> firebush eaten by a deer. Uh, give me a call because it used to firebush uh, as out of Mexico. Yeah, and uh, they used to use it for medicinal purposes hmm. for the tannins in mm-hmm. the leaves, which should make it distasteful for deer. Oh, okay. And so um, Neil also recommends pentas, which we, we which we talked about earlier. And uh, dragon uh, uh, dragon wing begonias. Now we we're talking about the new begonias, uh, or the whopper. The whoppers. Yeah. And I think there's another name on those things too, but they're all uh, dragon wing begonia types. Oh, the whoppers are a dragon wing too. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, it hangs. It's got that funky leaf on it, and it's, yeah, it's kind of. Variegated, uh, not variegated, uh, serrated. So uh, that that was one of uh, Neil's favorite too. And his last one that kind of surprised me was tra- trailing lavender lantana. You know, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, but we generally talk about it for fall and winter. Yeah, color. yeah, huh. It blooms in the summer too. Oh, it does. Okay, but it, it it's like no other lantana is that it it can bloom in South Texas. It can bloom uh, through the winter. Yeah. Now it froze last year. No. Oh, okay. But it'll come back from the ground. Thank you, Kevin. That's okay. <laughs> uh, there's a. It's a perennial and used as an annual in uh, North Texas. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, really, is an annual in North Texas? Yeah. Wow, it's it's hard. Hard. it kills it. Wow, that's hard for me to imagine Lantana as an annual. <laughs> yeah, down here especially. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was I going to say? It was something really important. Oh. What didn't make the list on both lists yeah. is my favorite, Periwinkle, Vinko. Oh, yeah, that's surprising. Calvin. Well, we have a tendency to, <laughs> to uh, forget about it until later in the summer. Yeah. Which, with Cora, we shouldn't. Yeah. Because we can use it, and it's available out there. Well, with the deer population we have around here in the cities and... Whatever. Uh, and with the new Cora, the name. Speak of the devil there. <laughs> are they getting some? Yeah, they sure are. Yeah. They, uh, 
the uh, the car is the new, more disease resistant to aerophotophora than the older types, and I think uh, I think that's all uh, Milberger sells here is car, and it comes in different colors, and. Uh, it says all disease resistant Cora series. And they're on sale, Milton. Regular four inch pot, regularly a dollar twenty nine. Okay. I couldn't round that off. Yeah. Now they're eighty eight cents. Wow, for the Vincas, that's great. Yeah. So if you want to plant a bed of those and if you deer will absolutely not eat them. Unequivocal, right, Calvin? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of. Uh, those of you who are calling in with the rutabaga question, <laughs> call us and tell us if you've ever seen Vinca or Periwinkle eaten by deer. We have somebody at least say through the years that they did get eaten. I've never seen them eat. No. And we're uh, out at my uh, daughter's and son-in-law's house out in uh, Fair Oaks. They didn't touch them. Uh, well, the deer comes on comes on their porch sometimes and eats what I plant in a container, but uh, not the vinca. And the vinca does a uh, oh, seniors. Fish, you wanted to see them, Jerry. Later. Oh, they're they're the cart behind the. Oh, okay. You, you missed mean, them. You missed them. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the uh, the. They they never touched those vinca. Even in the heaviest, uh, now I planted uh, plumbago down there. And they ate that baby to the ground. Wow! And in some places they they won't bother a plumbago. Yeah, they, in my neighborhood they they only like it in a they only eat at it in a drought. Yeah, shrimp plant. Yeah, shrimp plant. Same. Another one. But uh, Vinca, Periwinkle, is uh, once it gets established, after you, after it gets a good root system, it's fairly drought tolerant too. Vinca, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now uh, we I planted some in the shade. Well, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty shady, mostly shade. And uh, put some in the sun, of course. The ones in the sun did better than the ones in the shade. Now, what the ones in the shade did was grow long and leggy with few blooms. But in the full sun, or, or partial sun, or mostly sun, uh, they're full bloom from spring to fall. <laughs> That's a great picture. Oh, no. Look at that. I got Calvin's in you. Calvin, you need a picture of that to go with your article. Yeah. <laughs> got a little boy in a wagon with the zinnias and uh, uh, plants right behind him. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, I mentioned uh, Neil Sperry's uh, picks. And I'll remind you all again, uh, uh, I've got a link to his newsletter, which I use heavily on this program. 
he comes out with a weekly newsletter, and uh, it's free. And you can get it. You can get to the address to order it free uh, online by by going to plantanswers.com. And on the right hand side is uh, Neil Sperry's garden. And uh, you click on that uh, that link. And uh, that'll take you to the form that you fill out to get uh, the weekly uh, newsletter from Neil Fair. Now, also on the of course on plantanswers.com is a is a link to uh, Millburgers uh, Landscape Nursery, where you can also sign up for that newsletter on a uh, Millburger newsletter, which is free. And growing by leaps and bounds daily. Yeah, the newsletter. Yeah, I, I never have gotten a count. Uh, oh, I know, I know, it's really high. I'll have to get a count from Trace. It was uh, really high last time. Was it? Yes, yeah, and, and yeah, a lot of folks uh, enjoy it and get it. Uh, you can yeah. go to the um, the website. Plan uh, Answers has a link to it. Yeah. Uh, MillburgerNursery.com has a link to it. You can call the nursery. At two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and they'll send you one. Um, or you can even, if you don't get online, call them, and they'll put you on the list, and they'll snail mail it to you um, as well. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. Calvin answering a question off the air. I don't think she wanted to be on there. No, no. Can you imagine that? What's that on the What's that on the bottom of those leaves? Uh oh. Is that bugs? Reproduction. There you go. Uh-huh. I couldn't fool her. <laughs> I couldn't fool her. Come on in. Get on the radio. Can here. we ask a question on the yeah, air? Because then yeah. we can break in on Jerry anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? How can we help you? You're on the air. Oh, hi. I have a 35-year-old mountain laurel that's a multi-trunked, fairly big, you know, six or eight feet and spread six or eight feet. It is slowly starting to die, certain branches. I mean, how well, How is the uh, dying characterized? What's it doing? What is what what is it doing? In okay, so it's losing leaves. It's losing leaves. Do they brown first, or do they just fall yes, off? Yes, they brown. It's just progressively, like not one part of the tree. And then the, of course, the first question I always ask is, is the drainage changed? The water situation no, changed? The, no, it hasn't changed in thirty-five years, and it was written. Now, there is a about a six or eight-inch diameter live oak tree fairly near it, like 10 or 15 feet away, that is not huge, but... Getting bigger. It's getting bigger. So, and it was out in the full sun. The yeah. Mount Laurel was in the full sun originally. Uh, uh, is it dying one trunk at a time? I mean, are the leaves on one trunk at a time? It, not that evenly, but it, when it seems to be like the end of a branch, then it progressively dies yeah. and loses leaves down that branch. So okay, I think it's kind of branch by branch. Yeah, but it, all those branches connected to one trunk. It's about it's about a three multi trunk, multi trunk. Oh. 
And all three of the trunks have the One damage. One central right okay. system. So uh, what I was getting at there's a there's a canker, uh, uh, a canker that uh, gets in Mount Laurel. Mm. And what disturbs people it, it, if they're multi trunk like that, the only way to get rid of that canker is to cut the dead one out below the canker. And uh, you you can see it, but but if you all three of yours are doing the same thing, that canker would have to be in a trunk. Okay, it's not something like on the bottom of the leaves yeah, or something I could no, see easily. Okay. No. No, it's either physiological or, or something. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I know they're natives, so but I don't know what their lifespan is. I thought, well, maybe it's just at the end of its years. Actually, thirty-five years is a pretty good lifespan. Yeah, so that may be, and with the the shade and the situation changing, um, usually I recommend somebody you just dig a little bit in there to see what that if it's uh, absolutely dry in there but but mountain laurel laurel that doesn't generally mean anything but right but soggy of course that would be a factor right no it's not in an area that is good excessively wet or anything because i know they're they're natives so they're yeah they can live in between rocks and that sort of thing right right okay well thank you very much sorry we don't have a definite answer but you're i think you're at 35 years is a key there it may just be coming to an end although some of them live a longer yeah thank you all right we're going to take a break while we do give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of millburgers gardening south texas coming up live from millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on bulvardy road on 930 a.m the answer Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies, that looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one-on-one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court has announced that it will take up cases that will determine whether or not sexual orientation and gender identity are included as protected classes under the federal government's Civil Rights Act of 1964. During the Obama administration, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission cited the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which prevented discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin, and they said that gender identity and sexual orientation should be considered included under sex. But there's no one who can plausibly argue that Congress and the then-President Lyndon Johnson had sexual orientation and gender identity in mind in 1964. They wouldn't have understood what we are talking about. 
It's an effort from the moral revolutionaries to try to further their aims by going around Congress, seeking action by executive order, and then support from the courts. An ultimate decision in this case is not likely to come until June of 2020. And that sets the stage for an incredible drama now to follow. I'm Albert Moeller. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, to speak to Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Ask your gardening question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What are those in the basket? I can't tell. In the front of the basket, their, their wagon? Marigolds. Oh, they're marigolds? Okay. Back of begonia. Okay. I thought they were your zinnias again. No. They're zinnia colored. Yeah. But, uh, all right. They're a lot better than zinnias. Ooh. You went there. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled his he's, he's biting his tongue. <laughs> if you like spider mites. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, if you like Instead spider of mites. butterfly. <laughs> yeah, zinnias bring in those butterflies and hummingbirds. Uh, bring in the... Uh, and marigolds bring in those spider mites. I guess. I mean, it's all part of nature. <laughs> Do you see any of the Laura Bush petunias out there? I know they had some, but... I saw that they were pulling some 
to uh, suspect to edit a little bit. Really? Where? Oh, shoot. I missed my chance. I don't know. Uh, I see the regular Petunia still. How about that? But how about that? What about that guy way at the far end there? Where that? I wouldn't be surprised. That little one there over there. I'll have to walk over. I got good news on the lower bush Petunia. What? 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 Uh, Greg Grant, uh, who's the master gardener, who's the, uh, yeah, the, the uh, county horticulturist, county horticulturist over in Tyler, uh, one of his volunteers uh, interviewed Greg, mm-hmm. bless his heart, <laughs> and, uh, that ain't easy. and uh, got him to put, uh, got him to tell the history of Laura Bush Petunia. Oh, really? And that guy did a wonderful job of writing that up. Where is that? I haven't put it on the internet yet. Oh, okay. Because we're still editing the article to go in the newspaper. Oh, okay. But I, I'm definitely going to put it on the uh, uh, internet because they got every detail right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, tell me when it goes on. About how we... How we uh, Selected it and how uh, Greg bred it uh, and uh, what he used and everything else. Gave me some credit in there. What did he say you did? Uh, kept I, out of the kept out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, me and my volunteers, uh, planted it out. Planted twenty selections that Greg made. Right. Uh, out in the. Uh, in the field, out in the commercial field, and uh, it was in uh, July or August. It was hot, and uh, out of the twenty selections, about seventy uh, percent of them were killed in the heat. Oh wow! They were growing as transplants, and uh, so uh, about twenty. 20, 30% of them came, of the 20 selections came how, up. How long ago was this? Oh, 20 years, 25 years. Everything I did was 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like Everything it. I can remember that I did. But anyway, uh, they, they went through the winter, the ones that survived, went through the winter, and then we had a, a late... Hard frost or freeze killed all but four, all but four selections wow. of that of that those twenty selections, and uh, from those four we collected the seed, which eventually became uh, Laura Bush potato. Very cool. But Greg didn't put that in there. Uh, he's waiting. Oh. He's waiting for me to put that in there. Okay. But anyway, that, I, w- I was excited to see that write-up uh, because it's it's totally accurate and complete. Good deal. All right. Hey, I just want to remind folks, too, uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. You know, last week when we were here on Saturday, we were talking about the uh, the Fiesta celebration with the, uh, the delicious fajitas and the Fiesta medals. Well, the food donations went to the uh, San Antonio Food Bank, and I got the results. 
$550 went to the San Antonio Food Bank. Wow. And uh, the Fiesta medal, the sale of Fiesta medals, uh, was $2,100. So, wow. So, so far, uh, <laughs> this Fiesta with your kindness and, and your generosity. And, uh, That's and, 300 uh, medals. Yeah, Millburgers was able to donate, um, let's see, i got to do math. $2,650 to uh, area charities uh, here in San Antonio. Plus, a few weeks ago, you came and you donated records amount of blood and stuff like that. So you guys have been doing great. Uh, so helping Mill Burgers to help the community. So Those fajitas were good, too. They were really good. Well, plus <laughs> plus the, uh, the uh, customers here at Mill Burgers have, been, have bought uh, uh, the raffle tickets for the... Uh, Water Saver uh, Tour mm-hmm. that, that have been here for their three, $3. I'm sure they'll be uh, visiting again before the tour. When the tour is next next week. I'm getting my tour information yeah. out yeah. as we speak. And they uh, there's uh, five different homes in Stone Oak that have uh, been identified. And uh, you Give can that go to, to tour. Uh, and they're, it's, uh, they are... Uh, uh, fan, the what what do we call that? Uh, I don't want to say fence, but it's a gated, 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 gated communities. Community. <laughs> so what you do is you take the shuttle from Canyon Ridge Elementary School, which is two o five twenty two Stone Oak Parkway, and the shuttle buses will uh, take you back and forth between nine a.m. and three p.m. And you can go to all the sites or just a few of the sites. There'll be gardening volunteers in South Texas there, and uh, a lot of the homeowners will be available to answer any questions you may have. But the idea is to get, these are all uh, attractive landscapes that use very little water, and uh, the idea is for you to kind of look at the issues you have in your landscape and see if there are some answers for you or some uh, new ideas. And so that's the uh, 17th Annual Water Saver Landscape Tour. That's Saturday, May 4th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's a free event sponsored by SAWS, uh, Trinity Glen Rose, San Antonio River Authority. And, of course, um, Millburgers is playing a big role. They're uh, providing the plants for the uh, top prize in the uh, raffle custom-built Hummingbird and Butterfly Garden. I wonder if you can still buy the raffle tickets. Uh, yeah, because the the drawing is not going to occur until after May 5th. the tour on Sunday. It'll be May fifth here at Millburgers. Okay, so uh, I, I suspect they'll you can buy them. I kind of expected them to be here today. Maybe they'll be here tomorrow. But the uh, Saturday on the tour uh, tour event, uh, I think you can buy them then too. And so for more information. Go to watersaverlandscapetour.org or Millburgers. I think you, I mean, uh, Milton, I think you can find it if you go to the garden, Gardening Volunteers. Yeah, gardeningvolunteers.org. It says tours. Okay, gardeningvolunteers.org, mm-hmm. the tours. So, um, it, should be, it should be pretty interesting and a uh, lot to learn there. And this, this is always a nice event. We got James on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, James? Yeah, James on the line at 210. Sorry. Oh, you got to turn your radio down, though. I'm working outside. Hey, listen, I called earlier. I forgot. I know I had a third question. I guess an established 
hurdles? Is it too late to put 19.59 down or, or just pick them next year? What what is it? What is it you fertilizing? Great hurdles. I've got I've got about four or five oh, of them, wow. and they've been they're, they're well established, and they've been in the ground for several years. Yeah, yeah. You can fer, you can fertilize those any time of the year, I guess. What is it? I can crab myrtles. Oh, okay. I didn't, just, I didn't know what that nitrogen would kind of uh, harm or. Uh, no, no, no. Boom. It's like it's, that. Nineteen five nine is slow release fertilizer. Fifty percent of it is slow release. Crepe myrtles are pretty self regulating. Oh they, yeah, yeah. They don't get oh not overly responsive to any kind of stimuli. Thanks, James. We're gonna let you go because your phone connection is kind of bad. So give us a call again. Get out there and mow that lawn, James. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. One of the uh, questions in the uh, in my new May 2019 in your hot little hands hot little hands that I got yesterday in the mail Milberger's newsletter <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is uh, the question in there I don't know if Calvin answers this or not. It doesn't have mention zinnias in there. So. No, then or rutabaga. No, rutabagas <laughs> or, or cyclamens. <laughs> it says, we just put down El Toro sod. Is it too late to fertilize in May? I could have, but I don't. <laughs> Your new sod should not need to be fertilized for approximately 30 days. That sounds like a kneel. <laughs> but uh, use a fertilizer with slow-release nitrogen. Yeah. So uh, I don't know where that came from, but uh, you don't fertilize new sod. Hmm. It's just really not useful to it at that point. Yeah, yeah. It needs a root system developed. So I guess that would be about thirty days. Yeah, it could be a month. I don't. I mean, I don't. It's it's not not one of those uh, environmental uh, problems, or it's not a major waste of nitrogen, as long as you get give it time to get started and a root system and a top. You need both the roots to collect the nutrients, but you also need the top, the green tops to transpire so that you can pull it through. Uh, so that's yeah. why, that's why they, they they say don't. Don't fertilize too soon. It's just not going to be utilized. Hey, hi. We got a question. Can we ask it on the air? Will you come on the air with us? Okay. Here you go. We're going to give you the mic, and you'll be on the air, and then these guys can both hear you. What's Look going at on? Look at you, Milton. Use it. Our, our uh, Victoria Blue and uh, uh, Mealy Cup. Yeah. Blue uh, salvias. Are they the same plant? They're the same species. Yeah. They look very much the same. They're yeah. over there, and they have just blue salvia on one, and then they've got uh, Victoria. Yeah, Victoria the, is a, is a I original. Always, I always think of Victoria as being a uh, smaller plant. Yeah, disciplined, real disciplined, and not every not every one of the mealy blue is dis, is disciplined as they are. But. Yeah, so over there right now they just have either blue salvia or the Victoria. 
and what I'm trying to match is the Victoria. So. Yeah. Um, and then I was also looking at the Mystic. Spine. Yeah, now that's the best one. It's a new. That's a new one. Is that is that as disciplined as Victoria? You they're know. Taller, yes. They're, they're a lot woodier. Yeah, it's, it's they're a lot woodier. Than and it, it's uh, it's shorter than uh, even the Victoria. The, uh, no, no, it's no, 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 no. It's taller. That's it's it's about uh, two or three feet. I like, um, of course, I I like Mystic too, but I. I like the Victoria. I would get the, the one to match if you're trying to match what you got. Now, if you're just making a bed, I don't think it's... Of course, the Victoria is not the greatest for the bed either. But. What's that? Well, I was just think. I always think of Victoria as the one for rows and borders. and. That's what I'm... That's yeah. kind of what I'm doing with it. With okay. The Victoria. Yeah. Mick, Mick they're very soft. You know, they're very soft-looking little plant with their little... Right. I mean, they're just a real sweet little... Are there plant. enough for you to meet your needs with just using Victoria? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Uh, you know, I, when I originally planted it, I planted it, I think, around uh, a foxtail. And I'm sure I put little bee ones. So, you know, it's filled out really nice. So I don't know if just a one plant is going to do it or what we're going to do anyway. But Yeah, well, that's the one. Uh, Victoria... The- I generally wouldn't count on one plant to take over much territory. No. You need to plant several. Well, I'm going to plant three across yeah. in one area and five. That's not Okay, that'll work. Good. That sounds good, yeah. All right, well, thank you all. Good, good luck. Thank you. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? It's easy. You'll do great. Here you go. You're on the air. What's going on? Thank you. I have several sago palms, and last year one of those sago palms came back lime green, little thin, curly leaves, mm. and it hasn't corrected itself. I wonder if it froze. None of the rest of them did. I have six in total. It looks diseased to me. I can't tell. No. Yeah, they generally I- don't. They're not much. Many I tried diseases. looking them up. I couldn't find anything. No diseases, but they are sensitive. Individual ones, depending. Are they right all together? No. I have two in the back, two by the front of, close to my house, and two out by the street. And it's one of the ones by the street. But I thought maybe if I cut all the fronds off and let them grow back, um, they would come back natural like they normally do and they didn't i don't even think a herbicide uh, would uh, hurt uh, hurt that i don't know what i can't think of i can't think of any disease or anything oh me either um so drainage drainage real different there or but i i think jerry may be on target with uh this this these freezes were unpredictable so if and this one was the closest one to actually the sidewalk, so it was by the concrete, which might have been affected more than the others. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. Well, or or, wish or, or so, somebody came by like Milton's kids and did something to it, Milton. Yeah, they probably came and picked <laughs> No. Okay. Well, thank you very okay. much. Sure. Wish we had a better well, answer. If you cut it back, if you cut it back, let us know if it came out normal. All right. 
210-308-8867. Let's take a break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies, that looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one-on-one one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 8229147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Now there are 20. Former Vice President Joe Biden announced by video yesterday he's again running for president. Twice before he ran and never made it through the early primaries. He'll have an even tougher time now, though the media will be his friend. Even Barack Obama, though, won't endorse him. That must hurt, given Biden's loyalty to the former president. In his announcement, Biden dredged up the racial confrontation in Charlottesville, Virginia, two years ago, and again quoted out of context President 
President Trump's remarks. The president denounced racism and said it isn't who we are as a nation. But Biden chose a small clip that conveyed another meeting. It's dishonest, but that's politics. Biden is tied to policies and issues, both foreign and domestic, that haven't worked. He's running on emotion. If he gets the nomination, President Trump is likely to chew him up in debates. Notice how Biden and all the other Democrat candidates have said nothing about what you can do for yourself. To them, government is God, and individuals must bow down at its altar and worship it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Or like those nice people, you can come on by and ask your gardening question in person. And Milton will be very nice to you. I will try. He'll be polite. After all these years, finally, <laughs> yeah. we've trained him. Yeah. He's, he's getting uh, very he, knowledgeable in horticulture. And he's, I know. He's blue getting polite. <laughs> I was going to say, she said she wanted something that had a light blue. I was I was going to jump in. But I said, nope, let the experts handle it. I, I'll have to get you one of our white bl- plumbagos. We have one somewhere. It It doesn't do quite as well as the blue, I don't think. I know, but this is one that we've selected. Our oh. group has selected. Oh, very cool. Okay, it's, it's even. It's. It, I did, I didn't like the others either. That's on the market now, because it's a sparse bloomer. Yeah, blue pombago. It's pretty enough. It's just. It's pretty, but uh, this one seems to be uh, be a, a good one. I mean, it blooms more. A lot of landscapers are using it around town. Oh, really? Very, oh, he had another question, too, way back when, the one that asked me about the pentas and the blue plumbago. <laughs> and he was asking about knockout roses. And Yeah? Do you, are there certain varieties that are taller than others, or do you just control that with trimming? And I think they're all about the same size. That's kind of what I thought, too. That's what I told them. And then I told them to get some more blue plumbago. Um, are they all about the same, just how you trim them and how you let them grow? Actually, I Uh-oh. I just took it for granted that there were different sizes because you see, like, in front of the the bank on 410 and... Uh, oh, San Pedro? Someplace, yeah, close there. They seem to be... About uh, three and a half feet tall, and then of course mine, mine are seven yeah, feet tall. Yeah, I think that's trimming. Yeah, must be. Yeah, I don't. The, the uh, they do a good job of, of the trimming, and plus the the plants, if it is trimming, they responds well to it. Oh yeah, because they bloom. They're vigorous. Yeah, they bloom well, and uh, they don't look like they're 
stress from uh, excessive pruning. Yeah, I love that double red. That's my favorite. How does your Belinda's dream look? Right now it's got a little lapse and bloom. Oh, wow. Not mine. I'll have to take a picture so you can enjoy <laughs> what, what you know what a healthy one looks like. Yeah. <laughs> the, knockout, uh, the knockout seems to be the one that has the least breaks. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I was going to say that it's in better soil, but it really isn't any better soil. There's no. no such thing as good soil in my landscape. Kevin got a good tip in there about wildflowers in the paper today. Uh, some of the wildflowers have finished blooming. Remember that they must be allowed to mature and drop their seeds if you want new plants and blooms next year, next spring. They germinate in the fall and bloom in the spring. It may require that you not mow the area until late June. That's a good tip. And that's going to be, uh, and Calvin mentioned weeding a while ago. And uh, I had some firsthand experience with that uh, this last week uh, when we had our work group over at uh, the greenhouse. And we've got beds, uh, planting beds of the white blue bonnet, the one we almost lost. But we got a good seed crop this year. But until you got the seed in the bucket, uh, <laughs> anything can happen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But I was weeding out. Uh, uh, we've been weeding them. My volunteers have been weeding them uh, along during the season. They bloom beautifully. But there's some, you have to go in there every so often and pull those uh, giant uh uh, dandelions and those types of things. Thistles and. But the, the pro- most problem I had, most weed, the weediest problem I had, was pecan tree seedlings. Oh really? Because there's, there's pecan trees close to the bed, and there's lots of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Oh. So those easy, stupid squirrels. Easy place to bury their. Yeah, stuff. they buried in that potting mix, and they are in that soil mix, and uh, those seedlings were everywhere, and you can't pull them up. Uh, yeah, the best way I had to cut them off, and they they're they're stubborn. So, but I got them all out. And in that situation too, it's difficult to uh, use uh, our cut cut finest. Yeah, that's killer. what I was getting ready to recommend. And I do. I, I didn't because I didn't have any. Yeah. I didn't use the cut vine stump critter. But if uh, I've also had a problem with uh, seedling ligustrum, I guess it is, and. Uh, uh, hack bears, yeah, coming uh, up along the fence. At least, uh, at least now, if you hack, if you get the ligustrum when they're young enough, they'll come up. Yeah, hackberries won't come up. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta cut those and then put your. Yeah, but uh, what we're talking about is after you cut them, ligustrum didn't. I, I had let my gust, ligustrum go too big? for a year or two, and it was a small tree, so. Uh, 
I had one of one of my volunteers come over and and cut it, mow it down, cut it down. And uh, I left a little, I left the stump uh, or uh, part of the stem up there. So when I do get cut by an and stump killer, I can recut it and and put cut vine and stump killer on there. Uh, easy to apply got nice and, and works. Little applicator. You don't use much. It's really not very expensive. No. Could consider the amount you use. Yeah. And consider the job it does. Now they they uh, they they're in flower beds. This lagustrum's in a flower bed, so I would have to, without the stump vine and oh. killer, I would have had to dig that stump out, and that would have ruined the flower bed. So uh, that's a good way to go, and it will not translocate into surrounding shrubs or plants. Or that's good. So uh, we we've, we've been recommending that for several years now. And uh, we haven't had a, a problem with it yet. But uh, you need to get those uh, those seedling trees out before they get too big. And uh, hackberry is just terrible about it. And uh, well, mulberry is no slouch. Yeah, mulberry too. Luckily, I had got a mulberry in my neighborhood. But uh, I'm I'm amazed at how fast that the ligustrum grew. Yeah, it grows fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and the the seed production and the ligustrum is just unbelievable. Oh yeah. And with that free those freezes we had uh, knocked a lot of the berries off, and I was just like an inch deep under. Oh there. my goodness. And uh, our there were uh, cedar wax wings, but they didn't uh, consume as much of them as they normally do. <laughs> they didn't chew the seed? They, they didn't seem to. Didn't uh, I don't know what's better, having the uh, raw seed or the uh, digested uh, material from the, the <laughs> cedar wax wings that land on your sidewalks. Uh, Calvin also mentioned in his right up there in today's paper the Fertilize the lawn after you have mowed real grass, R-E-A-L, real grass. Mm -hmm. In other words, your foundation grass. Uh, After you've mowed it two times, a slow-relief lawn fertilizer such as 19.59 works well. And guess what we have on sale, Milton? What? What? Vinkas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> we have the uh, Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, Millburgers Premium for nineteen five nine slow release for 4% iron. Yeah. 12% sulfur. The best synthetic fertilizer available. What do you think of that? And uh, it's not only good 40 for... 40-pound bag cl- covers 7,600 square feet. Regularly $30. On sale for $20. 1988. Really. Yeah, this works well for the lawn, but it's also the... Uh, well, as far as Jerry and I are concerned, in terms of the 
vegetable garden and the flower garden. Uh, it's, the, it's the best for use yeah. there, too. Very efficient. And a bag uh, generally is enough for your lawn plus for a lot of the uh, vegetable summer growth. planting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, good news on my floor, Tam. It's coming up. Uh, I think we're getting ready to mow it for the first time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that'll bring it right on now. And, well, you know, we always talk about the uh, way to con- best way to control weeds is grow a good lawn. Uh, I've got that, uh, I call it carrot weed. It's got that little taproot, uh, long taproot mm-hmm. down there. And we've mowed it three times, and it's come back. The, the, the carrot has come back three times. And does the blue does it still want to bloom? Yeah. Well, the, when you, the more you cut it, the lower it blooms. Yeah. But anyway, I was looking at my, this was in my front lawn. It's just sparse in my front lawn. But the thickest stands of that carrot weed, I call, uh, is out by the sidewalk and the driveway. That area that you can't water and thins out, mm-hmm. that's where the where the weeds are. Yeah. Now, where the uh, lawn is lush, no weeds. Yeah. Well, and that's... It's uh, in areas where you have those large or those tall uh, wildflowers. You've also it's also a lot of that. Uh, I call it beggar's lice. A lot of that in there too, and uh, so I try to go with the string mower. Yeah. You know, you the the one other option would be just go through with the the mower and cut down everything, but. And you uh, miss out on all those wildflowers. <laughs> so I'm trying to to uh, go through and pull as much as I can. This year has been the uh, the worst than I can yeah. remember. Uh, the timing, the, I guess the freezes and then moisture and good weather just was perfect for some of those weeds. And my neighbor still hadn't mowed their backyard. Huh. <laughs> and so it's full of oh, no. all the weeds. So it won't much matter what you're doing. <laughs> so when I pull my weeds, their weeds are getting ready to drop seed over on my property. Mm. That's just vengeance for all those leaves. Those <laughs> oh, red, I f- red oak leaves. I found the leaves. You found, I found the some of my leaves. Oh, did you? On the patio. They're accumulated on the patio, about four inches deep. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> yeah, you did find them. And I was, I was wondering if your patio and your patio man, the one you do the advertising, yeah, Deck and Patio Care, Deck and Patio, does he do concrete patios? Yeah, he does uh, pebble stone concrete. Yeah. No, mine, mine just concrete. Concrete. What do you need him to do? Just rake uh, the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll rake the leaves. But uh, it does the air uh, wash, power wash? That's what it needs. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll find out. And if not, I have somebody else that might do it for you. Oh, is that all right? Yeah, I got all kinds of connections. <laughs> all right. 210 308 8867 is our number, but you know what? It's too late to call. What about the Rutabaker call? Yeah. Uh, they go hold to tomorrow? Oh, they're in line. Yeah, 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 probably tomorrow. They're more like Sunday people, I think. 
We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody for being a part of the show. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all the calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. On behalf of Millburgers, uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. So we'll see you then. Get your questions ready and give us a call on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.